welcome to a brand new episode of Delivering Marketing Joy. I am your host, Kirby Hosman, and joining me today is a guy who almost needs no introduction in the promotional products industry. He is the ultimate rock star. He's the president, chief executive officer of Advertising Special Institute, or ASI, Tim Andrews. Thank you so much for joining me, man. Thanks so much for the invitation. That was a very nice intro. Thanks. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, I, I kind of want to dig right in. I mean, it's been pretty well documented over the last year or so. There have been some challenging times, right? Um, so, the, and there, there certainly have been plenty, so I don't want to minimize that. But I'm curious from your perspective, what are some of the positives you've seen in the promotional industry? What are some success stories you've heard? Wow, great question. I, I think we've seen a few things. You know, as I look around and, and visit with people and, and, and make my own observations, I think I think one, we've, we've learned something we already knew, but we didn't probably appreciate as much as we had, which is we are full of entrepreneurial people. Yes. This industry is just incredibly uh, blessed, frankly, to have people that can really move quickly on their business. And I think we already, we all knew that, you know, we know that this is an entrepreneurial driven business. We know that 85% of the distributors are one or two person operations. We, we know all those facts. But boy, I think that really was shined this year, you know, and, and it's the suppliers, distributors all across the, 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 the marketplace. You know, we saw suppliers promoting product they'd never heard of before yeah. 30 days after. And who, if I had stopped you in, in Orlando at ASI in January of, 9, of, of 2020 and said to you, PPE, I think would you have known what I'm talking about? You know, I would have had no clue. Absolutely. So that's sort of that's sort of moving quickly, you know, and entrepreneurially, I think was really great. I think the other thing is we really work together in ways we've never worked together before. You know, distributors saying, Hey, I'm getting calls from my best customers for this PPE thing I've never heard of. Who can help me? You know, what can I, you know, who can I source this from? And maybe it's somebody they've worked with for a long time, maybe it's somebody they had not worked with before. So I think that sort of interaction that we saw was really great. The other thing is that we we built, I think, over the course of 2020, incredible trust in the in the world of promotional products and the industry we are in. You know, we we there's been a lot of cynicism, you know, over the years. We've we've all seen it, right? right. I, you know, is someone using my information? You know, all sorts of stuff that we won't even go into here. But I think this is a year where we really showed that we really trust each other. You know, yeah. the suppliers and distributors had to trust each other to, to deliver a product they had never delivered before, sometimes prepaid, which is very unusual, obviously, yeah. in this industry for a full situation. Yeah. And from a, from a customer's perspective, think about this. A customer is saying, I need product to keep myself and my employees and my customers alive. And I trust you yes. to do that for me. And, and that to me, we need to, we need to really think about that because that trust level. And then frankly, fourth quarter, a lot of people were giving, you know, uh, distributors, their personal um, uh, addresses for their employees, yeah. for their customers, for their prospects and trusting that distributor supplier network to do the right thing and to deliver that product. And, and I think that that trust mechanism is a really big deal for me. And I think for all of us, we should really be happy that we prove that to our customers. Wow. That, I, you know, it's funny. I, I have often said I was really proud of our industry about how quickly um, we essentially created a supply chain for things that we had not done before. But your point about trust is really good um, because it's, you're right. And it, it was each piece of the supply chain trusting end users, us, you know, the distributor, the supplier, the whole thing. And, and that's a great, great point. I love that. So, you know, you've and, been... And and for things that save lives. I mean, I think, I right. think you know, we're, we, we, you know we, are, we are in an industry that sometimes we don't appreciate all that we deliver in terms of the return on investment for marketing dollars that are invested. Think about this. This is not just a marketing dollar. And for many people for a couple of months, it wasn't even branded product. Yeah. And, and people trusted us and we delivered in terms of saving lives and keeping people safe. I, I think that's an incredible 
uh, attribute to our industry, we should really give ourselves a, a big round of applause for. It's well said. Absolutely. So I'm curious, you've been in this role, you know, essentially at ASI for a while now. So I, I like, I, I'm always curious, why, why is it you do what you do? What, what's your inspiration for, for your role there? Great question. You know, I, I joined 18 years ago. I just had my 18th anniversary. Wow, congrats. And uh, when I when I joined, one of my colleagues called me on the phone the same the first day and said, you know, there's there's a there's a bet going around in the industry. You won't last more than two years. <laughs> and uh, so I, I I followed up, you know, a couple of years after I'd been here and and noted to people that they should be collecting on their bets. And then I found out a couple of them bet against me. So that was a good idea to bring bring me up. But um, so, so inspiration, you know, I think I, I love the people in our industry. You know, I think what brought me in and brings in a lot of people, you know, you come in the industry and you don't know what it is and you start realizing it's not the industry, it's the people. Right. And, uh, and, and, you know, everyone thinks they have a unique situation. I think you've got a really unique situation. I think that we have incredibly nice people. I think they're very smart people. I think they move quickly. And, you know, I think it's the people. So I'm inspired by the people that want our help at ASI and what can we do to help make them more efficient, more effective? What can we do to bring them together in a unique kind of way, in a safe way going into the second half of this year and into next year? And so I think it's that helping people piece, you know, I, I think that that really inspires me and really gets me up in the morning and my whole team, you know, when we're talking about what are we going to be investing, you know, our time and energy in, in terms of a technology platform or whatever, it's always about what can we do to help distributors and suppliers have a more efficient activity so that they have more money to invest in their own businesses and that they can spend more time with their family and friends. And so I think that's, that's a big deal for me. That's a big deal for me. Yeah. And just not me, that's all of ASI. I think that's where we come from. I love that. And, and, you know, I think whenever you're wearing your sort of hat of servant servanthood, mm -hmm. uh, you're coming at it from the right perspective. So I love that. I love that answer, Tim. Um, a couple more questions for you. Like, sure. so I'm, I'm curious as someone who has reached a level of success in their life, what tips do you give for growing? Like, so if you're, if somebody comes to you for advice, both personally and professionally, what tips do you have for growing? Boy, I, I think you never sit still. And I, you know, one of the things that I do to myself every year is I challenge myself with a couple or three uh, New Year's resolutions, we can call them. They tend, they tend to be timed around that time of year. I, I don't mm -hmm. always call them a New Year's resolution, but, but I do. And, you know, I, I really try to get myself out of my own comfort zone, you know, yeah. and sometimes it's, it's something simple that I've just been putting off, uh, you know, professionally or personally. And I'll share the two that I had this year. Okay. Uh, and so far, so good on, on both of them. First of all, and I'm sure, Kirby, you're not like this, but, but I had on sheets of paper and little stickums all over my desk and whatever, I had passwords for, you know, let's call it, it turned out to be about 150 different websites that I had passwords for once I sort of got the thing all aggregated together. And probably, and again, I'm sure you don't do this, Kirby, but about 80% of them were the same password. <laughs> So one of my, one of my resolutions for 21 was to get my password life in order, you know? Mm, and so uh, in uh, early January, I uh, signed up for one of these services that creates a, a place to keep, you know, all your passwords. Smart. And I spent about seven hours, which sounds like a lot of time, but that's what it was. <laughs> I tracked it about seven hours getting my password life in order. And I now have 150 passwords, all of which are unique, all of which are long and crazy and have all sorts of things in there. And, and the reason I did that was because, and the reason I shared it, because you know, this is a scary time in technology yeah. world, you know, uh, people can have their pat, you know, their, their whole lives ruined by having passwords that are not safe. And we, we've all fallen into the trap of what I just described. So that was number one for this year. And the second was personal. So the personal was I, I, I grew up in Indiana. My mother was scared of the water. She could not swim. So she forbid me from ever getting in water. Oh, and wow. so I grew up not knowing how to swim. 
Okay. And other than sort of flapping around in the, you know, the kids into the pool or, you know, on the very edge of an ocean, uh, you know, I, I have not been able to swim. So I signed up and took 12 lessons to swim. Wow. And, uh, and so I would say that I'm not a star. I'm no Mark Spitz or whatever other person you'd want uh, <laughs> to mention. And, uh, but I, I can definitely swim now. And so wow. I feel great about that. I can, uh, I'm it's not incredible. And so that's awesome. So, you know, I, I just always every year try to pick a couple of things that are get going to get me somewhere I'm not, you know, yeah. and, uh, and those were two that were important. Maybe, maybe one's more important than the next. I'm not sure which one, but both, I guess my theme was safety this year, you know, personal <laughs> password safety and, and swimming safety. That's incredible. I, I, I so appreciate you sharing that because I think that's one of those things that you can feel insecure about, like mm -hmm. the swimming piece. And, and uh, no, I think that is really good. I think the lesson is just, you know, being willing to get uncomfortable, yeah. you know, that, that growth tends to, you know, begin outside of your comfort zone. And so kudos yeah. to you. That's really, really cool. Um, final question. Are you a swimmer? I, I do enjoy swimming. I, I, I was, uh, you know, I grew up in a household that, that did swim. So it was, it was around. And then I was, uh, when I was in junior high, there's actually a, a local swimming team. So I, I, now that being said, I can swim. I'm hardly a competitive swimmer, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, and I love the water. So it's, it's good. Cause I'm always around it when I can be. So great. Yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying a lot more now than I can. Yeah, I bet you would be. <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> makes sense. So we'll have to schedule a boat ride uh, so that we can both feel comfortable out there. So um, final question for you. Um, so who has been your best or may, maybe most memorable teacher or mentor? Hmm. And what was a lesson that they taught with, taught you that's maybe stuck? Oh boy. Okay. Well, single is going to be tough. I, I'm going to, I'm going to yeah, give me a I'm couple. Gonna, That's fine. I'm going to give you a couple. Yeah. Uh, one is a, a person, uh, her name is Dorothea and she was my, I was at Dow Jones for 17 years and she was my boss and mentor for 10 years at Dow Jones Wow. and uh, an incredible person. We still keep in touch after all these years and uh, really taught me, you just never give up. Mm. Uh, and, and when you really believe something, you keep pushing, you know, and you use facts to do it. And you really stick by what you think is the right thing to do. And, you know, I happened to be there in, in a number of roles and, and partly when we were conceiving WSJ.com, the Wall Street Journal online edition, which is now one of the best and biggest sites on the web. And uh, all the media companies um, all around in sort of 98, 99, whatever year you want to pick, they were all setting up their websites and were not charging. And Dorothea was, had been the circulation director of the Wall Street Journal. And she said, we are going to charge from the first day because our content and access to our content and the amount of money we invest in our journalism is worth paying for some price. And the journal launched with a paid site, one of the first, and I think they were really the first, I think, I think yeah. they were the first. And, and it's been an incredible business uh, lesson for everybody in the media industry that you don't give away great valuable things you do same in our industry I think sometimes we don't we underprice ourselves we give away things we shouldn't give away we don't value our time you know distributor will spend incredible amounts of time uh, on, a, on a client and you know hours getting samples together for a $200 order or something right. you know and we don't think about okay really am I investing the time in the right spot so so her point was boy you you have to get you know when you're delivering good value you should get paid fairly for that and so I, I really learned a, a tremendous number of lessons from Dorothea over the course of that decade. Uh, and secondly, you know, I've been at ASI for 18 years. Uh, Norman Cohn is an incredibly gentle, smart, uh, wonderful mentor of mine and, uh, and has taught me so many lessons. I, I would say, though, the, the one that is probably number one on the list, and I could give you a long list, is we care. 
you know, Norman really cares about every single person he interacts with, whether it's a, a colleague, a family member, is it, an, you know, is it an employee of ours? Is it a member of ASI, a distributor supplier? He has never met a stranger. He really cares about their lives. He really cares about what makes them um, you know, happy. Uh, I remember joining ASI and about the second or third day, I see this pallet of pretzels going by my office, literally a pallet of pretzels. <laughs> okay. He walks in my office and said, you know, you may have noticed the pallet of pretzels go by. He said, one of our technology folks just really delivered an incredible, you know, um, uh, a product, you know, uh, enhancement to, to our services. And I found out that, that he likes pretzels. And so I bought him a pallet of pretzels. <laughs> and I thought, what an incredible guy. I've seen thousands of other examples of the course. So so Dorothea and Norman, both incredible people, and I'll give you another little piece. They turns out that they 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 winter close by uh, together, and uh, they had of course never met because you know they had no connection. And so last summer, I said, "Would you mind, since they were both were wintering, or I think it was wintertime, uh, since they were both you know about ten miles from each other, I said, would you mind if we all got together for for lunch one Sunday?" So, so cool. I went down to Florida where they both are, and uh, we had lunch together. The three of us had lunch together. And it was incredible to introduce them and these two very important, you know, mentors in my life. That had to be an incredible lunch for you. It was awesome. Great That's photo. Right. I got a great photo out of it. Kirby. I love it. I love it. Well, Tim, I, you've answered all my questions. So I, I really appreciate you taking the time and I appreciate your leadership in the industry. So uh, thank you so much. And we'll have to do it again sometime. Okay. Thank you so much for the invitation. I really appreciate uh, you asking me. So anytime, anything I can do to help you or anybody else. That's awesome. Well, that's going to wrap up this edition of Delivering Marketing Joy. We'll see you next time.